Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, it's good to be with you today. I have just been captured this morning by Second Peter, and I just wanted to share with you some of the things that were just grabbing my heart, my hope and my prayers that they're going to grab yours also, because this is vital. If we want to stay attached to the Lord, connected with the Lord, growing with the things of the Lord, impacting our communities, impacting our families, impacting our sphere of influence, good grief, impacting our nations, then this is absolutely key. So grab your Bibles, grab your journals, grab a pen, grab a cup of coffee if you need one. As we dive into the word of God, God is so good. Let's just take a moment and pray. Heavenly Father, you are so good and you have you have good for us, Lord. You you just love on us and you you look at us and you see us so differently than we see ourselves. You see the path that we're on so differently, God. You see, you have plans and purposes for each one and they are good. And we have a responsibility to partner with you and keep growing. So Father, right now, that's where we, we put our focuses on you, on the path that you have for us and the plans and purposes that you have for us on the growth that you have for us, on the promises that you've given us. And that's where we position ourselves right now. So Heavenly Father, we just look to you and we say yes and amen. Just come, open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, our hearts to receive. Because Father, we want to take giant leaps today, Father, in our growth with you. We just ask you to capture our hearts with just such an image of, of what you have for us and for the world around us too, because it's not just us, it's for those around us, it's for the future generations. God, just capture our hearts, we submit ourselves to you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so like I said, Second Peter, think of Peter, okay? This crazy disciple of Jesus, whom so many of us could re can relate to because he was so good at sticking his foot in his mouth, right? So Warren Worsby says this about Peter. He says he has a tendency in his early years to feel overconfident when danger was near and to ignore the master's warnings. He rushed ahead when he should have waited. He slept when he should have prayed. He talked when he should have listened. He was a courageous but careless Christian. And I think we all relate to that at times, which is why most of us love Peter so much. And I'm so thankful that he's one of the disciples because, you know, we see this man who in one moment is all for the cause and the next moment is denying Jesus Christ. And, and, you know, it's just, we, we see so much of ourselves within him in our walk with the Lord. And yet here's this man who becomes such a mighty preacher and, and courageous powerhouse as he grew, as he matured, as he was filled with the Holy Spirit, as the Lord radically changed his life. And that's what the Lord wants to do for each one of us. So as I, as I was in the word this morning, I was thinking, you know, even as we're told to remain as little children like that, that childlike faith, just to let it grow, we also have a responsibility that even as we tend to that and keep that, that we grow up in the Lord, that we begin to ingest the meat of the word of God and to become wise. And I want you to hear that God's called you to be wise. He has called you. He has called me to be wise. So let's dive in. We're going to go into uh, Second Peter. 
we're going to do chapters 1, verses 3 to 10. His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and excellence, by which he has given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, so that through these things you might become partakers of the divine nature and escape the corruption that is in the world through lust. Verse 5, for this reason. Make every effort to add to to add virtue to your faith and to your virtue knowledge, to your knowledge self-control, and to your self-control patient endurance, and to your patient endurance godliness, and to your godliness brotherly kindness, and to your brotherly kindness love. For if these things reside in you and abound, they ensure that you will neither be useless nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But the one who lacks these things is blind and short-sighted because he has forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, diligently make your calling and election sure. So it's interesting because we, we get into this weird argument within the body of Christ about works versus grace, grace versus works. You know, it's kind of what comes first, the chicken or the egg. And, and we just go round and round and we, we question things, you know. And, and yet, you know, it's, it's Miguel Nunez makes a great statement. He says, a true disciple of Jesus Christ, we work to be righteous, but we do that after being empowered by grace. In other words, we could be good people, but that's not the same as being empowered by grace to begin to walk into righteousness, to walk into the fullness of who we're called to be as followers of Jesus Christ. So verse two, actually, when when we look at verse two, it says his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and excellence. Okay, so when we look at this, all grace and power and peace are increased or multiplied through or because of our knowledge of the Lord. Okay, so knowledge. This word that's used here is not the word translated for like knowledge, at least to salvation. This is a different word. It actually, here it's the wisdom of the discernment, which the believer needs to live life God's way. It's like that that practical knowledge, if you will, that the nitty gritty, this is how we do life as a believer. This is how we do life as a follower of Jesus. This is how we do life as a citizen of heaven. This is how we do life different from how the world does life. So that's why we need to be in the word. Okay. We can only get that practical knowledge when we're actually in the word of God. So verse three, it goes on and it states that we've been given all things and just shout out all things. I've been given all things that when you hear that, or when I think of that, I've been given all things. Like it, it just excites my spirit. It lights a fire within me. It brings this away. I can do more. I'm more than a conqueror because I've been given all things. I've been given all things that pertain to life and godliness. Okay. I've been given all things that pertain to life and godliness. In other words, I've been given his word. If I get into his word, if I grow my relationship with him, then I've been given what I need to live a life, a godly life that truly models what it is to be a son or daughter of the most high God. Okay. That's what we've been given. And so 
it goes on in verse four and it talks about these great and precious promises that, that God's given us. How are we going to know the great and precious promises if we're not in the word? So again, this, all this begins to flow and begins to circulate within us. It becomes our very, our, the very like life force. Okay. The, the, the blood within us, the, the joy within us just begins to well up. And if we know the great and precious promises that the Lord's given us, those that we've already seen come to pass, those that are for the now, those that are for the future, if we see them, it's those things, that wisdom, that knowledge, remember that practical knowledge that lets us stand strong when the world's coming against us, when the laws are going against being a believer, when when life isn't going the way that we feel it should, that we believe it should, then we go back. And if we're standing on this, if that, if that, grace and peace is growing or being multiplied through, uh, just say through, through our knowledge with the Lord, that practical wisdom, then it gives us a strength to stay firmly rooted and established upon the rock. So it allows us to stand in a corrupt world that's putting a lot of pressure on for the body of Christ to capitulate. Okay. And so when we wonder why the leaders of the church have been falling and don't just blame the leaders because those in congregations have been falling too. There's been a lot of failure. There's been a lot of denying of Christ. There's been a lot of denying of, of his laws, of his mandates. There's been a lot of denying the knowledge of Christ, the practical application as to how we live as a godly believer in a godless world. Okay. So all of this put together, it tells me that if we're anchored in him, if we're growing in knowledge, then a fruit that comes from that is that we avoid this push-pull and this craziness that comes in. And, and so if we're not doing that, if we're not, if we're not staying grounded in the knowledge, if we stop growing in the knowledge of God, if we forget the promises of God, that's when we fall. That, that's when all these falls happen. It's like, how can this happen? How can this happen? How can this leader fall? How can this person fall? How can my friend fall? How can my spouse fall? Because we forget to grow in the knowledge of God. We stop growing in the knowledge of God. We stop making it a priority. And we forget the promises of God. Verse 5, it tells us to, to make every effort. You'll make every effort to grow for this reason. Why? Okay. What's the, for this reason you look right before it. Okay. So that we can escape the corruption. Okay. For this reason, make every effort, just say every effort. And he goes through like this ladder here, this faith growth progression. Okay. So you go and you add virtue. You add virtue and knowledge and self-control and patient endurance and godliness and brotherly kindness and love. And he goes on, and this is, these are just all, a lot of them, you hear fruit of the spirit in there, don't you? You hear Galatians 5. Okay, but it's, it's, we're adding, we're growing, when we're adding, we're multiplying, we're growing, we're increasing. And that love here is the agape love. So, you know, then we're looking at the highest good in another, we're not taking advantage, we're loving unconditionally, we're learning to walk in forgiveness, not to keep a rep record of offense. We love through the pain that can come with relationships. In other words, we keep our focus on the Lord. We're growing in knowledge of the things of God. We're understanding, we're standing on the promises. 
which is giving us the practical application that we need in this crazy world to live a godly life. And the other thing that, that, that Peter reminds us here is if we're doing all this, then we won't be useless. If you feel like you're useless, a great question would be, would be, am I growing in the knowledge of Christ? If you feel like you're not fruitful, am I growing in the things of Christ? Go back to 2 Peter chapter 1 and just begin to look through what he's saying because really he's exhorting the body of Christ to stay firm. He's, he's exhorting the believers to keep their focus and not to be led astray, not to give in to the culture around them, not to forget what Jesus Christ has done for them. And that is the same for us today. You know, I love the, how the word of God goes through the generation. It goes through the cultural shifts. It says, I'm still here. I'm still valid, active, alive, useful for teaching today. Today, I'm still here. And that's what the Lord is saying. Grab on to his word. He's still here. And he wants to teach us everything that we need so that we're, we're ingesting that meat. We're taking in the meat. We don't just do the milk. We're taking in the meat. We're taking responsibility for our growth, for our relationship with God. And we're, you know, we're, we won't forget what he's done for us. And so, um, and therefore, we will always be useful to the kingdom of heaven and we will always be bearing fruit and it will be good fruit. It will be, it will be abundant fruit because we're doing life God's way. And with that, of course, what are we doing with our minds? We're filling our minds with the things of the Lord, because what we focus on is, is what our belief patterns going to be. All right. So, you know, what, what we're taking in, what we're ingesting is, is going to have a distinct um, a distinct, what's the word I want? Um, anyways, it impacts the outcome. Okay. So that's the correlation. I'm looking, what am, what am I taking in? Because what I'm taking in, which is my decision. Okay. It's my decision. What I take in is going to have an impact on the outcome of my life. Same with you. Same with you. So Lord, Lord, for those who feel who are hungry for your word, God, increase that hunger even greater, God. God, increase the understanding. And Father, for those who are listening who are not hungry, Lord, I pray that as they make a decision to open your word, as they make a decision to go into a discipline of reading, reading, that even if it feels dry, Lord, that you would be increasing that hunger within them. And Father, that, that they would just see this moment when the light goes out with that word, when, that, when, the, when the word becomes bread, when, when they, they taste and see your goodness, when they grab onto a promise, when the words leap off the page and right into their spirit. Father, set us all on fire. Set us all on fire, Father. But we're going to go out. We're going to grab that wood. We're going we're gonna to build it, Father. And, we're gonna, and Lord, we're going to do our part. Because, Lord, we know you're faithful to do yours. So we just trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you for joining me again today. Um, okay. A couple things. Please share because we want, we want to see people grow. I say that all the time. It's so, so important right now in the season. Okay. Don't, don't 
don't make assumptions that people are getting into things and, and growing, um, go and share this and say why you're sharing it, how it impacted you or share one point from it. So please do that. Also, um, feel free to visit the website, ruthhedrickson.com. You've got the event page on there. You have resources, there's blogs, there's connections to the podcast. There's the, you know, so go on there, the Facebook connections, Twitter, YouTube, all of those, you know, connection points are on there because the whole ministry, RHM International is devoted to empowering you to live the life God's called you to live, to become the person God's called you to be because you are here for such a time as this. All right, that's a wrap for today. You have a great day. Be so blessed. And just take some time and read over Second Peter 1 again and see what the Lord shows you because he has great promises that he wants to r- reveal to you for you to grab hold of and to fuel your life. Have a great day and be so blessed. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.